Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1390, which was broadcast on January 13th, 2020. Um, for one of the first times in a while, I'm recording this right after watching the episode, um, because I'm, I'm pretty hyped up from the last like half hour or so of it. It was the last half hour is really, really good. I thought, and there's a, there's a couple of, uh, stretches of the show that were also pretty awesome. So overall, I thought this was a great episode of Monday night raw. Um, it's, it's the best episode of the year so far. <laughs> it's the second episode of the year but um but man i am really digging it It, like most of the stuff that's going into uh going over towards uh the royal rumble uh which is just uh just over or just less it's less than two weeks away it's it's 13 days away and i am super excited for that but Anyway, okay, we open up with Randy Orton. Uh, he invites AJ Styles to the ring. Uh, they're supposed to have a match against each other, but then Drew McIntyre comes out and he wants uh, he wants he wants in on that action. So it is a a uh, triple threat. It becomes a triple threat, and uh, the Orange County interferes. Uh, the OC interferes uh, before the commercial break, but uh, they get. Uh, hit by RKOs and a claymore, an RKO and a claymore. Um, uh, each of them with one of those. But uh, Drew, after the commercial break, um, he eventually wins via hitting uh, via the claymore delivered to AJ Styles. Um, so I, that's that's a great victory for Drew. I'm I am absolutely rooting for Drew McIntyre to win the Royal Rumble um, or Randy Orton. A lot of people seem resigned to the fact, or they they seem to uh, have, you know, uh, yeah, they've they've resigned them to the idea. It's not a fact um, that Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble, but I don't think that's going to happen because him challenging Bray Wyatt that doesn't have to be a result of the Royal Rumble winning the Royal Rumble. Um, it's too soon for that to, to transition to that, I think, because they've just been getting into the the Usos just joined him, uh, to go up against the, uh, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler and, uh, go King Corbin. But, uh, so I, I don't think, I don't think that makes the most sense story-wise. It's not interesting. I think the most interesting thing would be for, uh, Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton to win and, they, they, yeah, they're going after Brock Lesnar. Either one of those matches. I've I've been ever since uh, Randy Orton returned and challenged Brock Lesnar at I almost said Brock Orton, uh, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam in 2016. Um, I've wanted to see a rematch of that because of how brutal and devastating that ev- ending was. I, I want I want to see them go head to head again. And why not have that happen at WrestleMania? But anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, Seth backstage says some stuff to AOP. And I, I just couldn't stop thinking about his, his black glove. What's he hiding under that glove? Um, and it's on his right hand. If that means anything, I was thinking maybe it's an unfair advantage. And this was all 
they knew this fist fight was going to happen all along and this was all leading up to that um but jumping forward it did not have play that black glove did not play into the fist fight at all but that's okay because some amazing stuff happened in that fist fight anyway okay uh mojo raleigh versus ricochet uh, Ricochet hit a uh, 630 senton and won the match. He also hit the, 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 the what, what is his other move called? The, the Rick shot. <laughs> the, it's not called that. It's called recoil. That's right. It's like a half code breaker. But anyway, um, Ricochet wins. And then Charlotte faces Sarah Logan. Uh, Sarah Logan has this brand new attitude, lots of confidence, all that. But then she taps out to the figure eight. I don't okay so charlotte flair won i mean i understand i i get that but why like have sarah i i don't know uh having sarah logan come out with this this newfound confidence or renewed confidence boosted confidence all that's and this attitude and then she just loses i i don't think how is that helping anybody i don't know but it was good to see another women's match on screen that's just uh, just the women i mean we have women involved in some of the other stories well one other story um but uh to have and it and it has nothing to do with the championships that at least at least that's it's something it's it's more than just having the one storyline about the championship and that's it which we had that's well maybe not even that much uh a couple of weeks in the past month but anyway uh joe and and kevin are backstage uh joe is trying to talk 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 down kevin about he's trying to calm him down about knowing anything about the rules he's like don't worry about the rules it's fine whatever and then uh, big show comes in he's like yeah stop worrying about the rules it's fine whatever and they should have worried about the rules maybe um brock lesnar comes out with paul Heyman. uh lots of booze lots of chance of you suck and <laughs> paul Heyman says my client does not suck and then he says some other stuff um he said there's a streak a new streak going on and that's his spoilers and the spoiler he's talking about now is that brock lesnar is the last all the way you know i actually wouldn't really i wouldn't mind if 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 brock did that either like that would be pretty interesting because then what like all these <laughs> okay so you're, you're fighting the royal rumble for a wrestlemania championship match but if the champion wins the royal rumble then it's basically him saying al i don't have to i don't have to defend at wrestlemania then because nobody is able to beat me here nobody's able to earn that opportunity so i get to just you know do whatever but maybe if he did do that turn his around says okay now i get to pick my challenger i i I get to challenge somebody i get to pick whatever opponent i want and then it could be something like really interesting exciting or something that's really disappointing because it's somebody that we're not all that familiar with or whatever or it's um it's Kane velasquez again i don't know but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with all of that. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Paul Heyman says, only the truth flows from my mouth. And our truth comes out. He said, ah, oh, thanks for thanks for calling me out here <laughs> or asking me to come out or whatever. 
Uh, our truth says he will be in the rumble and that he, he's a big, big man, but Paul Heyman is going to go over that top rope and Paul's like, what are you, what? I'm not in the rumble. It's Brock Lesnar. It's in the rumble. And then our truth says, I withdraw. I undeclare from the rumble match. Uh, I wasn't listening to, <laughs> I wasn't listening. You talk a lot. He says to Paul, and that was pretty great. Um, our truth says to Brock Lesnar, what's up and then starts singing along to his theme song and brock lesnar attacks him hits the f5 and says that's what's up throws it for a second there thought i was gonna go for a pin he is gonna become the 24 7 champion brocky tubes up two belts it would have been i don't it would have been weird it would have been interesting i don't know it would have been something but he just threw that green and gold thing back at our truth and goes on his, uh, on his way. Um, after commercials, uh, R-Truth is getting help to the back when Mojo Rawley makes his return to the arena to uh, attack R-Truth, pins him, and wins the 24-7 title. Um, and he says, I'm not running away, and then we don't see anything. I guess nobody ended up chasing him or anything because we don't see him the, the whole rest of the night. So he must have actually ran away. I mean, that's... That's a valid strategy. Say you're not going to run away and then actually run away. It, it seems to have been successful so far anyway. Uh, then we had Lashley versus Rusev, but Liv Morgan was not at ringside. She said she was going to be in Rusev's corner last week. So this whole time I kept asking, where's Liv Morgan? Where's Liv Morgan? Where is Liv Morgan? I don't care what's happening. Liv Morgan isn't out here. Everything is falling apart. But uh, Lana d- tries to distract Rusev by getting up on the apron, saying stuff and all that, but is unsuccessful. Um, that and then Liv Morgan finally appears. Um, she uh, goes after Lana, but everybody's all paying attention to that. And Lashley gets the jump on Rusev, and he uh, hits him with a spear, and he wins. But this is after. Liv Morgan gets a soda from an audience member thrown at her, not by the audience member. Uh, Lana stole the stole soda from him. He, she grabbed it from him, from him. Three, two, one, soda grab. Uh, throws it at her, um, <clears throat> and then throws her back at that guy, but like not actually at that guy at the barricade that the guy was behind. And um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty rude of. Uh, of of lana there um interview backstage uh she challenges rusev and Liv to a mixed uh a mixed match a mixed tag team match um rusev and and Liv have a response to that but before that we have the viking raiders versus anyone who will be put down and those who are put down are the sing brothers and I uh, joked that um, since they're doing their whole Bollywood spiel with their camera, their Super 8 camera and all that, I joked that they, uh, they're they getting ready to, they're about to film, uh, they're about to make a snuff film. And it was pretty accurate. They got destroyed by the Viking Raiders very, very quickly. Um, Rusev and Lana appear on screen. Uh, they're backstage and Rusev says, you're, you're both a waste of breath. A waste of my breath, which is a different meaning. I didn't, I never think of it as being. Well, I guess I have heard of it used in that way, um, but I thought it was a waste of their 
like that them breathing was a waste which is a little bit more harsh i guess but um it also makes sense to not be worth talking about but anyway um they accept the challenge and Liv morgan says i'm the living embodiment of your karma and not only is karma a goddess okay now that does make sense because karma is okay okay so i thought that she was just (laughs) at first i was thinking there's already a goddess um it's uh um uh alexa bliss of course or no or is it or is it mandy rose has mandy rose has been she been she's been called a goddess too i think i guess all of them i don't know but uh maybe she's run for i you know i feel like maybe i have heard of goddess being or uh karma being the name of an actual god not an actual goddess but um, I think maybe she is talking about Adrestia, who is uh, she who cannot be escaped, um, daughter of um, oh uh, Ares and Aphrodite. Uh, so that might be the 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 goddess. I guess could be considered the goddess of uh, of karma. She's a of revolt, just res- retribution, and sublime balance between good and evil maybe kind of i don't know that might be what she was referring to or she's just calling herself a goddess but then she also said that karma is an actual uh, uh b word i could have just said it but i don't know why i didn't just say it um i thought that she's just gonna re- like it threw me off that she said the the goddess thing like wait wait i thought she's gonna say she's a she's a bitch but anyway uh yeah Liv morgan's fired up and that could be a pretty interesting match I'm surprised that this match isn't happening at the Royal Rumble, which leads me to believe because this match didn't happen at the Royal Rumble or at WrestleMania. It should have been saved for WrestleMania. Like, just keep it going. And then finally they fight again at WrestleMania. And they are probably going to f- still be fighting at WrestleMania. But um, uh, since this match, this mixed match, cha- cha- this mixed match is happening next week. I feel like it's probably going to end in some type of disqualification or something, and then it'll end up being a ladder match or something like that at the Royal Rumble, and that could be pretty great. I'm not, not going to lie. I would really enjoy that, <laughs> but um, we are getting a ladder, ladder match next week, uh, Andrade versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, that's exciting. And I kind of want to look up where uh, I, I don't know where Raw is next week, but I kind of want to go to that just for that match if I can. I probably it's it, I don't know where where Raw is next week, but anyway, um, <clears throat> we then have uh, Becky and Oscar sign their contracts. Uh, Kyrie comes out with Oscar, and she tr- she starts poking Becky with her umbrella, and Becky's like, "Get get out of here." No, not just the umbrella. You get out, get out. Um, so they sign the contracts, and then uh, and then Oscar hits hits Becky with the green mist, and she's she just loses it. Is is screaming in pain, all that, and then she cuts an awesome promo uh, while blinded and being helped out of the ring, and she's delivering it to the camera and all that, and all that's like really cool, and it's uh, you don't really see anything like that in WWE. And I thought it was great. And I'm really excited for that match. And I tweeted, 
Becky, I've and I've talked about this before. Becky, wear your goggles. Just have your goggles on the whole time. The whole time. Just wear your goggles the whole time. And then you have nothing to worry about at all. Like, that's obviously what Asuka's going to be trying to do to you. So just wear your goggles. You don't have to worry about it. And don't, like, do the tough thing. Like, I don't need to wear goggles because I'm going to prove that I'm a better wrestler. No, that's not, it's not wrestling. So, like, counteract it. Like, make it a non-factor. We'll see what happens. As with everything, we'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> and that brings us to, oh, wait, like, I really like that. And then, like, all the rest of the show, I really like, too. So, really, it was, like, the last 45 minutes of the show was pretty great. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, we have uh, Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black, part three. Another fantastic match between these two. Um, just watch it. I didn't take... Uh, specific notes uh, for really any, any of it except for the end. So uh, Buddy Murphy's shoulder, he got his shoulder up a little bit, I guess, although on the replay they showed it from a vantage point where you can't see his shoulders at all, so I don't know what that was about. Um, but he, 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 he... Alistair Black didn't get a pinfall after, after Black Mass. I think that might have been the first time that has happened in WWE. Like, overall, from NXT and WWE... I think that's the first time that has has happened. Um, people have been like in like a multi man match and stuff. Like people have broken it, like broken them out of it. But anyway, so I don't know if that was intentional. I feel like it. Could, I feel like maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know if it, that was meant to happen or not. But yeah, he hit him with another black mask right after that. Got the win, and Buddy Murphy is devastated. So he's just sitting there outside of the ring, like just losing his mind it seemed like there's just like in his head like like what why can't i beat him i don't know whatever his thoughts might be it seemed like he was troubled for sure and he was still out there during the next match was a very brief match between eric rowan and some local guy eric rowan is trying to show the guy what's in his cage and rowan goes to reach inside to get what was in the cage and it bites him or something and so his hand ends up all bloody, and he get, delivers the iron claw. So it's a bloody iron claw to his opponent. He's like, I just wanted to show you, blah, blah, blah. And he kills him and wins the match. And then we have our main event, and there's only 10 minutes to go. I was like, this is going to be quick, or it's, we're going to go overtime, and it's going to be epic, whatever. It, it, was, it, was pretty, it was great. I was skeptical that this was going to be... A, weird dumb whatever i think everybody was wondering like what the heck is it even even what is this this is just nonsense whatever but i thought it was awesome um we had a a pro skater move from kevin owens he ran up the quarter pipe stage wall led wall and it and a senton onto the aop that was amazing uh samoa joe had a, a running senton off the stage on it through a table that was great. Uh, <laughs> Big Show was doing all kinds of stuff, um, fighting Seth. But Buddy Murphy was still out there, troubled as hell. And Seth, like, he, he he's getting his ass handed to him by Big Show. And he, he, he ends up falling over near Buddy Murphy. And he's like, help us. Help us, Buddy. <laughs> and Buddy, 
He's still drunk, but he, he, he's like, huh? Oh, oh, what's going on? Um, <clears throat> I should go back. Charlie Caruso tried to interview Buddy Murphy during or right before um, Eric Rowan's match. And Buddy is like, not right now, Charlie. Not right now, Charlie. <laughs> he didn't get that mad. But uh, but Charlie, like, patted him on the arm. And like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I thought that was kind of nice. <laughs> she, usually Charlie is like really rude. Well, it was rude for her to go over to him to begin with, but it was nice to see her like be kind of like warm hearted. <clears throat> I don't know. Instead of just trying to, to stir crap and get people push people's buttons, but maybe she was pushing his buttons. Maybe that planted the seeds. I don't know. But, uh, buddy Murphy does help Seth. He, uh, he, 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 hits big show right in the big show and uh that turns the tables literally turns the table uh so that they can put big show through it eventually um after uh uh the op puts uh kevin and and joe through a table over by the the stage and uh yeah uh they hit uh and then uh seth rollins hits uh it's the curb stomp on the big show, and the referee declares AOP and Seth Rollins as the winner. They hold their hands up. Buddy Murphy just standing off to the side like, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. We did a good job there. And then after Seth gives hugs to his buddies, he turns to Buddy Murphy, offers him a hug too, and it's a, it's a big old messiah hug. And everybody's happy in the ring. Everybody else in the arena is not so happy about it. Or maybe they were excited. I I think it's pretty great that Buddy Murphy joined them. And I was kind of worried that they were going to, like, right away, like, but, like, beat him up, too. I'm glad they brought him into the fold. I think it's going to be really interesting. So there you go. We have we finally have a four-man faction on Raw. <clears throat> We don't have a four-man faction on SmackDown yet. We're pretty close. We're just one person away from uh, from either the Bloodline being a four-person faction, or and or um, uh, what's his name and what's his name and what's his name? Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, and uh, King Corbin. If they just find one more guy, they're good to go as well. Um, meanwhile, over on NXT, it's all about the four-man factions. We've got the Undisputed Era, of course. Uh, we've got Gallus. We've got Imperium. And that's it, really. Uh, no, Gall- Gallus isn't a four-man group. They're close to it, but after what happens with the whole thing with Dragunov, and he, caught, he, he caused more pain for... He he caused more pain for Joe Coffey than uh well he didn't intend to cause him any pain, but he uh he knocked uh Alexander Wolf over into him and all that and that didn't work out so well. But anyway, um <clears throat> Yeah. Um I'm I, I am really excited. I like how this is, is is unfolding. Um I even enjoyed the Rusev and Liv uh well, of course I enjoyed Rusev and Liv. I even enjoyed the the Lashley and Lana stuff. Um, instead of like a straight up recap of what happens last week, it was, it was cut into, uh, an, uh, an interview from earlier in the day, earlier in the evening. And I thought that was, that was pretty cool. It was a different way to present that. There's, uh, a lot of different stuff that they tried in this episode. And I, I really liked, um, 
all of it that I noticed anyway. And there might have been stuff that was completely new and different that they tried that I didn't even notice. And if that's the case, that I'd say that those things were good too because I didn't um, even realize they were happening. Like they didn't stick. Oh, another really great thing that I liked before Charlotte and Sarah fought, uh, we had a Street Profits backstage segment. It wasn't a Monday after the weekend update thing. But they did kind of recap things um, and what was going to be going on later on in the night. And then he goes, all right, you and the whatever. I think he said their name. He's like, hit Charlotte's music. And then they hit Charlotte's music. And I really liked that. Um. So, yeah. And, yeah, stuff like kind of tying together, uh, overlapping action, uh, the Buddy Murphy stuff going from his match overlapping the match that happened after it and then continuing into the main event but that was fantastic um and uh yeah there's just a lot of that kind of stuff throughout um i mean there there are other things like aj and randy and uh drew that after that opening segment that was it that was it from them for the whole night but i kind of that kind of like made it its own little episode within the episode and then you let the seth and uh seth all that stuff usually we would have that open the show from how they've structured it for the last you know forever but instead they save that until after this first chunk and i thought that worked really i thought that worked really well you get the fan favorite, like three, like really top guys, but they're not in this main event thing. Just have their own, have their own chunk of the show. It's complete that like 20, 30 minutes is complete and it's good. And it's good to go. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's my thoughts on this episode of raw. I really liked it. So since this is episode 1390 um i think i counted correctly and i believe it's that march 23rd will be um uh episode for uh 1400 um so i assume that they're going to do something special for that um last year they didn't do anything uh no the year before that they didn't do anything special for episode 1300 because it was like the week it was literally a week after WrestleMania. Um, so there's like no buildup for anything. And I think they maybe like mentioned it, but it wasn't like a big old special episode or anything like this. Now, since it's two weeks before episode, uh, before WrestleMania, it, uh, it could absolutely be like a really special episode. And I hope that it is. I don't know if that location has been announced yet. But, you know, just a heads up, all you out there, and for myself, keep an eye out for the March 23rd episode of Raw, where that will take place, because it is episode 1,400. I think, if I counted correctly, I might be off by a week or two. But I think I think it's right. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, I'm, excited, uh, I'm excited for the rest of this week. Uh, I'm going to be... Um, flying out for nxt again which is always so so much fun um so i'll have an episode about that a little bit later on um i still haven't uh recorded my episode about uh last week's new comics but i will have that recorded um 
in the next like 24 hours i think i was trying to read a whole bunch of them but i'm gonna uh just you know just just talk about what i have read from it and by uh, before too long i'll be caught up on everything that i can talk that i'll hopefully be able to talk about everything each week um but i'll be talking about what's coming up this week uh what's coming out this wednesday and all of that in that episode so stay tuned for that that will be the next episode in the feed here um so yeah let me know what you thought about this episode of monday night raw by tweeting me at tiw podcast uh go to tiw pack go to tiw i just accidentally licked my microphone when i was doing that luckily this (laughs) this wind protector this windscreen thing is like brand new so it's not i don't feel feel too gross having accidentally licked it but um anyway uh (laughs) Go to <laughs> go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. Um, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.